Hey, hey, it's Neville Medora with a swipes email, which is swipe wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a splurge. Let's start for Friday, August 25th, 2023. So here's a cool swipe. The Tesla showroom shows that after a 7,500 federal tax credit at Tesla, uh, the Tesla Model 3 is actually cheaper per mile than Toyota Corolla, Toyota Camry, or a BMW 3 Series. Now, the reason that this is interesting is that, one, it's just on a piece of poster board propped up in the frunk in, in a Tesla showroom. But... I think most people think of a Tesla as a very expensive car because the Model S costs like, you know, $100,000. So they don't realize that a Toyota Corolla and a Tesla would actually be the same operating costs. And they go on to explain that technically the operating costs of a Toyota Camry, Toyota Corolla, if you put gas in it, get oil changes, all that kind of stuff, comes out to more expensive than an electric car, which requires no oil changes, no maintenance, and no gasoline. So that's pretty cool to see that it's actually cheaper than a Toyota Corolla. So I think this probably changes a lot of people's minds and flips them to think like, wow, I I didn't realize it's that cheap. But the lesson here is comparing your price to something else is a popular tactic, i.e. like, you know, this software is cheaper than buying a cup of coffee every day. So all you have to do is take your service and compare it to something relatable. Like our monthly subscription costs less than a gym membership, or you can get our product for the price of a movie ticket, or our service costs less than a daily newspaper subscription, or for the price of a happy meal, you can get access. So things like that really change the tide and tone of getting people to buy something when they realize, oh, it's actually far more affordable than I may have realized. Here's a piece of wisdom, and it's actually in video format. Did you know that? So uh, who is really your target audience is what this video is about. I made a quick little four-minute video uh, to find who your target audience is and also tell a quick story about how I originally found my target audience with my first company, House of Rave, and how it was definitely not who I thought it was. And that was the first time I realized, I go, oh, it's like a light bulb went off. I was like, oh, the people buying your product are maybe not always the people you think want your product. So I show how to find them and sales have become easier after that. So many people sell to the wrong audience for years. I mean, I sure did. And this is just my easy way to find out who your target audience really is. Um, So go watch it at YouTube, youtube.com slash copywriting with a K and you can find that. Um, Or go to copywritingcourse.com slash blog and you'll see the blog listed there. Uh, Here's something fun and interesting. So AI, ChatGPT specifically, thinks I'm the eighth best copywriter out there. David Ogilvy, Claude Hopkins, Gary Halbert, John Caples, Eugene Schwartz, Joseph Sugarman, Anne Hanley, and Neville Medora. Um, The funny thing is all those other people are dead except Anne Hanley uh, and me. So I'm flattered to be included on that. Uh, A guy named Nadira ChatGPT'd about copywriters and saw this. And I I was kind of tickled about that. What's kind of interesting about this, and I've talked with this extensively with a lot of people who are in the know. And the new form of SEO is kind of like being mentioned by generative AI results. As more and more people use ChatGPT, Bard, et cetera, insert whatever you will, they start to rely more on that than Google results. And if you can be included in those, that's great. Like I was included in this list of copywriters. That gives me a little more exposure. (laughs) But ironically, the way to do this is by generally being ranked high in the search engines to begin with. So if you're ranked really high in the search engines or a lot of people talk about you on the web, you can get included in these. So it's kind of a weird circular thing. Here's a fun picture. Around 1999, British Airways was the main sponsor of the London Eye. You know that big ass Ferris wheel in London? And they had basically kind of built it on the water and then they were gonna like erect it and put it up. And Richard Branson, ever the provocateur, took advantage of this and got a blimp to say, BA can't get it up because they were having troubles like lifting the thing. There's like high winds and waters and stuff like that. 
And so they were having trouble get, uh, getting it up. I can't help but laugh saying it. And there was this big headline that said like BA having trouble getting erect and stuff like that in the newspapers. And so he just totally took advantage of this. Probably spent a hundred grand trying to get a blimp that says BA can't get it up and probably got $10 million worth of publicity because it was like worldwide news after that. Anyway, uh, here's a quick essay and I'm entitling it, Should I Put My Consulting on Upwork? And this is kind of <clears throat> something I've been noodling with for a while. And you know, now that I think about it from fresh eyes and wrote this essay, I'm kind of like, this makes more and more sense. So I started consulting years ago when Upwork was a platform for like really tiny freelancers. But now it's a top 1000 site on the planet with like 50 million visits a month. So, I mean, it's actually ranked 720 in the world. And so I was thinking, if I were a, a young buck and I wanted to start again today, I would probably start consulting on a platform first. There's no question about it. And there seems to be some major benefits to doing consulting on a platform, which are very obvious now, but not as obvious whenever I started. I kind of do kind of off the cuff, uh, sorry, off the label, kind of like behind the scenes consults. I don't really promote it on any platform. I've tried things like Clarity FM or intro.co, but the thing is those sites get less traffic than my own website. <laughs> like if when I look at the stats of their traffic, I'm like, my website gets more traffic than them. And so I was just like, where can I put this that would be big? And so Upwork and Fiverr were the logical conclusions. So I actually hired a guy on Fiverr who's the top copywriter and I asked him and he's like, the problem is 99% of his income comes from just two or three clients. So he actually doesn't get a lot of exposure to good clients, whereas Upwork is a better place for more serious clients. So I think the benefits of moving to a platform are it brings new customers to you. Like people searching Upwork for copywriting or digital marketing would find me and many times would have found, wouldn't have found me really any other way. So imagine that someone finds me and is like, who's this, uh, who's this Neville guy? And then they, they Google me. I have an easily Googleable name. They sign up for my email list. Maybe they buy a product. So perhaps just for the random exposure, this is worth it. And then another thing is if people don't buy consulting, they may buy other products. Like I said, maybe they see me on, they like my profile. They like all the companies I've worked with. They're not looking for someone at my price range, but they're like, Hey, let's, let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. Um, and then the major one reviews, perhaps this is the reason I want to do it. I want a centralized location to keep all my reviews and all my work. And I've done consulting for it, like literally hundreds of companies, big and small, and it doesn't get published or approved anywhere. If this was on Upwork for the last 10 years, this would change and it would all be logged and rated on a platform. So here's an example, just a fraction of the companies I've worked with, and that's just part of them. Imagine if I'd been logging all these consults for the last 10 years. So if I did an Upwork experiment, this question to you, would you be interested in buying a one-on-one -on -one consult for a greatly reduced price? So I generally charge 750 for an hour. I normally just do projects, but if someone wants to say like, hey, let's just chat and see if we can do it. I charge 750 per hour that, that they're on the phone with me or on the on a video call with me. And so if you do want to do it, I'll probably do some sort of half price thing. I would expect a review. That's the only thing. And I promise I'll make it worth your while. I pack the schedule with these consults in exchange for reviews, but also these calls are awesome. We could talk strategy or do work on the spot, which is personally my favorite. If you'd be interested in one of these reviews, reply to this email, neville at copywritingcourse.com uh, with your name, phone number, and optionally what you'd like to talk about. It's not necessary, but if I do this Upwork thing, I'll send you a link first so you get the reduced price and then I'll uh, you know ratchet the price up until uh, you know I, I find necessary. Anyways, let's end with a splurge. So I'm assuming there was some marketing meeting where they showed a chart of the best sellers in a gas station. 
then slap this random product together. It's Snickers iced coffee. And I don't know why, but maybe I just like Snickers, but there was something so appealing about this can. It was like brown, like a Snickers bar. It, 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 I don't know why. I was just in a gas station. I saw this and I had to take a photo of it. And so I actually ran it through an eye tracker. And sure enough, it's the Snickers thing that catches the attention. It says there's an 82% chance that someone looks at that first versus anything else in the box. Um, and also the, the, the heat tracker is red hot on the Snickers logo. And then also all the eye tracking uh, charts show that Snickers is first. And, uh, and I just love this can for some reason. Unfortunately, I did not drink it because I'm currently doing absolutely no added sugar for this whole month. So this is probably, I can't even imagine how much sugar is in this thing. Anyways, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the swipe email and I'll talk to you later. Hey, before you go, let me tell you about the copywriting course real quick and what it is. So the copywriting course is, as you can imagine, a copywriting course, right? You watch some videos, you learn stuff a la carte about email, sales pages, web pages, digital marketing, all of the above. And so, of course, you can learn from our courses, but it is so much more than that. You see, one of the reasons that people get good at writing is by practicing writing. So inside the course, you actually get practice by doing quick assignments or submitting your copy to our writers and getting professional feedback on it. And so we have this whole entire members forum like a specific custom built forum for copywriters. Uh, so you can submit your copy and pro writers will help critique it and rewrite it. And not only your copy, but your images, your tables, all that kind of stuff. It's like having a whole marketing team working on your copy. And many people just join for the forum just to get their copy reviewed, just that alone. But not only that, you also get live help in office hours. That's right. Every Thursday, I hold a live office hours and we hop on a Zoom call and just all the people in the office hours, it's private, so you're not gonna get blasted on the web or anything. And you submit what you want critiqued and we go over it and oftentimes, it, actually most of the time, just rewrite it on the spot or talk about how to make it better. So one of the last ones, someone had a big real estate group and they were wondering if uh, they could make a cohort. And so we wrote up a quick uh, thing, they posted it and instantly they got 80 people interested and over 230 comments on the post asking to be inside the cohort. So little things like that. A lot of times it's just like a little push to get you to do something. And uh, if you go to copywritingcourse.com office, you'll see literally thousands of different office hours questions we've answered and all these wins. So you can copywritingcourse.com wins to see all the wins that people get inside the course. Um, not only that, we have weekly lesson newsletters that you can get. You can get copywriting certified and you can learn by watching others and grow. So every uh, week there's new stuff inside the community. There's new office hours and you can watch people live redoing their businesses. You get feedback in our forums and you can directly ask me, myself, the writers and the community questions. I mean, it is one of the best values in digital marketing on the entire internet. We've trained people at big companies and small companies, Gartner, AppSumo, The Hustle, WinZip, White Rock Locators, Ahrefs, Best Self, Nerd Fitness, and people freaking love copywriting course. Uh, this one guy says, within a few minutes of watching some videos, I was buzzing with ideas on how to change my emails. And the next day we had our highest sales day ever from a promotion I wrote the same day as signing up for the copywriting course. I love hearing things like this where they think they're gonna take like a full year to learn stuff. They learn a few things, implement it, and they're like, oh my God, I literally paid for your course 10X over and I still get to use it. So anyways, go to copywritingcourse.com slash join and join the copywriting course right now. It's one of the best investments you'll ever make and uh, talk to you inside.